0: Welcome back to the Lantern Cycling Podcast. As you can see, Benji and I are in the same room for the first time since the Giro d'Italia for the big special occasion, the Tour de France Femme avec Zwift Stage 1 kickoff. Extremely hot in Paris. We've had to come. to laptops would not have survived for the outside recording. We're at the Zwift booth near the Arc de Triomphe, near the Champs-Élysées. Thanks to Zwift for both. Supporting the race and supporting us coming to Paris to see this of oh, the start of the Tour de France Femme avec Swift. And this was the 81 kilometer sprint stage, sort of inverted parkour compared to the men's race. They start with the sprint on the Champs Elysees with Vibers, Balsamo, Capecchi, Voss, all those riders. No Consoni. Our, our preview was wrong. She's not in the race. She had COVID before the race. And yeah, it was going to be uh, there was also two intermediate sprints, not one. They don't give bonification. Two. 25 point maximum point available sprints, as well as one Queen of the Mountain sprint. I think it was a 400 meter 3% drag or 300 meter 4% drag, giving two points. So whoever took that uh, would take their Queen of the Mountain jersey uh, for the stage tomorrow. But the big one was the yellow jersey on offer. What did you think, Benji, about SD Works? Like, were you surprised to see them really taking it up and controlling parts of today's stage? say before this morning, I would have expected it to be Trek, DSM, and Yumbo visma as the big three.
1: I think it played a role into the intermediate sprints because I think certain teams tried to control the race because they thought they could get certain points at the intermediate sprints. For example, ASD works for a Kopecky, for example. They want those green points because they know when it comes to the final sprint, Kopeki ain't going to make it against the Lorena Wibis in a normal, straightforward sprint. Obviously, if Wibis crashes or something, stuff can change. But in this situation, logically, a Wibbers would beat that rider, Balsamo would beat that rider, and so forth. So I think that's why we saw certain teams, even Volkar for a bit, all controlling from the peloton. I think uh, Jumbo did as well. I think Seratizit did as well for quite a bit for Brenauer, who seems to be back after... Uh, going through I think she had COVID at one part in the season and perhaps had another injury because she hasn't been great when it comes to results. But I, I I remember it having a good reason, that's for certain. I think she had COVID just before Roubaix, if my mind serves me right. But therefore Alonso wouldn't be sprinting for that team as well. But plenty of stuff happening. But the race started off and I was expecting people to want to go up the road directly because you're thinking okay, who's gonna be the first attacker of the Tour de France Farm? And it waited a bit until we had a a group actually get a, a lead that was Newsom of EF and also Bredewald, who we've seen quite a few times in attacks this year, I recall, from Park Hotel Volkenburg. She's a pretty damn strong uh, ruler kind of rider. And those two went up the road. Only got 12 to 20 seconds. You know, the Champs-Élysées business is, It's similar to in the men's race where the peloton keeps it together. But here it's especially close because those intermediate sprints, right? And we saw multiple teams trying to take that on. and like, were you surprised that we saw in both intermediate sprints, different teams taking it on? For example, let wow. me sketch it for a second. Jumbo and Seratizit leading out those two sprinters for the first intermediate. And for the second one, it was his DWorks works and also a bike exchange for Manly and so forth.
0: I think if you want to win the stage, you don't go for the second one. If you just – some like Voss, like Balsamo, like Capecchi, they might be able to recover in the 20 minutes before the sprint proper. But I think we saw first intermediate, Voss is going for green here. She is, I think. Otherwise, why go for the first intermediate? But I think she – they didn't go for the second one, I'm guessing, because they didn't want to – she didn't want to stuff her legs, even 0.5% before this final sprint. I think V was the same. Whereas I think Capecchi is thinking – I'm not gonna win this sprint, realistically. We look at Kapeggi's bunch sprints this year compared to Viva's Voss. She's been like a classic sprinter. She's not, as you said earlier, not gonna actually win the sprint, most likely. But she's like, I can come third in this third in both intermediates, fourth in this finish, uphill finish tomorrow suits me. For green, you you gotta go for all. So that's what I think her rationale is. But yeah, I mean, we we see we see it in cycling, like, and we don't often see an intermediate so close to the finish. And I I get why Voss why Voss didn't go for it? I think the, the first yellow is a bigger bigger carrot.
1: Yeah, I think so as well, but there there's there's layers to it. So for example, we're heading to the first intermediate, we see Yambo riding next to Seratizit. Yumbo for Voss, Seratizit for uh Brenau, not for Alonso, and so forth. So those two sprint trains next to each other, we was kind of following the wheels trying to figure out what she will do, she's got in mind that final sprint's the most important. She's the best sprinter in the world, as we speak. So on paper, if she goes to that final sprint with a good position, she's got the advantage there. And she knows that she shouldn't go all out on these intermediate sprints because we see the Yumbo train getting the better of the Serotizit train. And Brennar kind of is a bit unlucky with how she gets onto the Yumbo train because she ended up getting into fifth or sixth position, but the rider ahead of her was just launching past the other riders ahead of that rider. And because of that, Brennauer was on a gap. The Yumbo trim basically delivered Voss perfectly, and Mariana Voss takes that first intermediate, but Brenner actually, uh, Brennauer's positioning actually kind of cost her many points in this intermediate sprint. She ended up getting oh, nowhere near the front positions in an intermediate sprint, because we saw we were just following the wheel of Voss, Manley coming in third, just beating Kopecky for third. So... Those are the riders that are going for it. Kopecki, Manly, Wibis, and Vos for the sprint, but Wibis on eco mode, right?
0: Yeah, I think so, but I don't think with the uphill finishes tomorrow, like I, I just think this, the points competition is really suited to Manly, Kopecki, and Vos. Um, Manly, you said in the preview, she gets over the hills pretty well, but yeah, we had other sort of Jerseys up for grabs was Femke Marcus. I'm not sure if she's as part of the lead out train. Rihanna Marcus is that her sister on Jumbo Visma? Because it's Henderson, Rihanna Marcus, amongst others. Uh, Corinne Lebecki on Jumbo Visma for that lead out for Voss. But yeah, Femke Marcus took the Queen of the Mountain. Uh, points so the first jersey she'll wear that tomorrow we then had the second intermediate sprint where again we we saw Kapeki take that 25 points not 20 points is in the men's race so 25 maximum points so 50 on offer just at the intermediate today which is huge amount of points and kind of dilutes the finish uh, points one would think and yeah we saw Kapeki take that so that was then all leading up to the finish. We had a couple of bad crashes. There was Gladys for halls to kind of sold Benji. I think Benji predicted yeah. her first QOM and she attacked before the QM but too late and then just kept up after her attack, kept her attack going afterwards. And it was a pretty good one. She got forty seconds into the tunnel with like, I don't know,
1: 10 K's to go. Sorry, but I'm disappointed. Like um we have those two intermediates, we've got that of the mountain swing and i was expecting gladys for hills to go for that queen of the mountains now i said two names for that in the preview gladys for and colorago and it ended up being gladys for hills that just went too late Femke marcus and island were up the road and Femke marcus took that like you mentioned so disappointing but you're right gladys for hills was uh the rider that made the last 15 kilometers very intriguing because that gap was significant but Against a storming peloton, you've got no chance. But I do want to mention when it comes to those big crashes, we actually had our first abandonment, Alina Castric. And uh, that's been unfortunate. Um, very unfortunate to have her get out of the Tour de France from on stage one.
0: And I, uh, I think Sprat crashed as well, but she got back on her bike. Uh, from what I've seen, the GC rider for bike exchange. But yeah, like it was hectic running. And you if you've not watched women cycling before uh this might be your first time and you you go and see the overhead shots the helicopter shots because like it was a big, big fight in the last 6Ks, multiple crashes, and which, you know, isn't great. But for example, we have DSM going in the front, 6Ks to go. They've got Fife, Georgie, Charlotte Cool, who probably would be like the fourth fastest at worst sprinter in this race, yeah. is the lead out rider for Lorena <laughs> Vibas. So they're stacked. Uh, Trek, have got Ellen Van Dyck, who is like probably best time trialist in the world, and as well as Elisa Longo Borghini for Baltimore. And then there's three Yumbo always for. Uh, for mariana Voss, what we saw was mother star who have a split team and this is one of the stages for nor's you won't see anime gun learn today they went forward so dsm went forward and then went back and i was like okay dsm are doing a quick step they're gonna come late with charlotte cool because she's faster than every other last woman and she if she can punch and then drop Vibas off in clean air this is done and so that seemed to be their strategy and i was like fine makes sense and then Nor's guy was on the front with like two Ks to go with one and a half women in front of her left because uh, her second last rider brought her up at 2,500. I was like, I don't know what your plan is unless you're just trying to hope to slot onto Yumbo Visma's wheel. And Yumbo Visma like, sweet, we get carried to the last K. But all of them got overhauled by Trek who, I don't know, it kind of got a bit of a mess. It was good and then it went bad. I, I still haven't seen a heli shot of the whole last 600, but Van Dijk goes to front, super strong, almost drops maybe Henderson off the wheel at points through the chicane, the, the yeah. left, right. Balsamo slotted onto Voss wheel. And I'm like, sweet. Huge fight with Henderson for it. Like, Henderson was like, yeah, they were fighting against the barriers. And, and eventually Balsamo was like, nut nah, my wheel, took it. And I was like, fair enough. But yeah, she's on that wheel. And then DSM tried to dive bomb that corner, Benji. And on the outside. Yeah, on the outside, but I don't think Yumbo. I think Yumbo Visma were in their rights to close it to the barriers. Everyone go always like
1: uh, Turnuson last year. They all, you always go to the barrier, right? Yeah, in that situation, we indeed had the ZM taking that outer corner, meaning that Yumbo could easily also just take the the white corner and go by the side of the barrier, which is the ideal lead out position. When you're leading out a rider, your ideal lead out is. By the side of the road so that the lead out can basically open up the gap so that the sprinter can pass through and the other riders would have to follow and wait to go past or have to go the entire way around the lead out so that's a situation that you're looking for and yumbo made a mistake there in my opinion yumbo and Henderson great lead out in my opinion but in that moment she should have she should not like legally box in the competition like we saw in the men's race last year for example.
0: Well, no. There's there's shutting the door on someone in like a sprint. This is not that. This is you, they were entitled to go across that barrier. It's DSM coming up underneath everybody late and trying to steal a march. And they probably knew we shit. We're like close to getting boxed in here, and they they should have been. Luckily for Vivas, she wasn't. Henderson opens up and Voss sprints to the right-hand side, the far right-hand side of the road, and Viba's like the the heavens open for her on the left. Yeah. Voss had probably 15 seconds equal speed, but then the last five of the 20-second sprint, Viba's puts a bike length into her and wins this stage. Huge pressure, I think crying after the finish, I assume with her family. First yellow jersey goes to her. I mean, yeah, like she's the best sprinter in the world, but we saw at at 300, I was like, she's done. Oh, not 300. At, at the corner, I was like, Yamba uh, Visma are going to close her. And that's how you can lose. It doesn't matter how quick you are. And we saw Balsamo, or Balsamo, I never know how to say it properly. They, I don't know what went wrong. She almost didn't look, she almost looked like she had a mechanical because, like, there was, this was a sprint between two women and then the rest. Like, there's a bike lane from Vibus to Voss, but then no one else is almost in the picture. And it's like six, seven bike lengths to everybody else. That's why I was so bullish on Boss in the preview because I knew that sprint was really good at the moment, but not good but, enough. But Balsamo, no, Balsamo should have been with them, yeah. and so I, she must have been boxed in because yeah. I don't know. Like, I I rate Barbieri, I rate Jane but Balsamo's quicker than them.
1: Yes, yeah, certainly. We look at Wibbers as the top sprinter to get away. Balsamo, and then we've got the kind of second tier riders. That's not meant as a bad thing, but the second tier sprint is like a Kopeki vos Like you said, Vos seems to be a bit better like that. Giro um Donne, sprint that she won. Barbieri, also, I would put second, second and a half tier sprinter, I would say. Norsgaard also in that division, but there's some surprises. They're like, we know Mike van der Dyne from Le Col can sprint, but her gets sixth on this page. Like, that's a good result. And also, Simon Boyard from Saint-Michel-Auber, that's a sprinter that, has done good results in the past junior worlds if i recall in innsbruck she had a good result and to see that push through right now that's that's pretty uh amazing when it comes to results and what do you think about fdj now in that sense do you think was is a worthy aspect to this team or did you not expect her to be the the one for the sprints perhaps but more for the the uh, the gravel race for example those types of stages i
0: uh, to be honest like the sprinter field here is so stacked. Like, every good sprinter's here except on pretty much. And to beat, I mean, maybe she could, but even, like, the mixed finishes, the harder stages, then you're running into Capecchi and Voss and Balsamo instead of Vivas. So, no, like, I didn't really expect to be mixing it up um, I thought Balsamo would really push the Voss and, and Vibas day. So, yeah, I'd be interested to know what happened. But Vibas takes it. Um, she takes the green jersey for tomorrow. She's got 70 points. Kopecki on 60. Voss on 55. Alexandra Manley, who wasn't in the top 10 in the final sprint, uh, she's still on 37 and 4th. So she'll keep probably hunting intermediates you'd yeah. expect tomorrow and also sort of the tomorrow's like a little uphill finish. But, yeah, first, first yellow jersey for Vibas. Voss, as I said, she takes the six bonus seconds. And this is the key. We're going to tomorrow's stage, which has a little uphill finish. It still should be a sprint stage. It, it will not be a breakaway. At least it shouldn't be if the Peloton don't stuff it. I mean, it's not not that long a stage. It's got a little uphill kicker. There's no real – there's one categorized climb at the start and I think two intermediate sprints. But can Viber's Benji take – she got 10 bonus seconds, Voss on six. I think Voss takes yellow tomorrow. Like, well, what does she have? She has to come second or first. And then Vibas can't come
1: third or better. But are we underrating Wibbers on a finish like this? It's it was notable when it comes to the climbing. It was like four and a half percent for five hundred, six hundred meters. That's that's notable. Is that too hard for Wibbers?
0: I think with with Voss and Balsamo, I'm not saying she's gonna get dropped and like lose a minute, <laughs> yeah. but I I just mean with like Capeki, Voss, Balsamo on that sort of finish. She, it's difficult to top three. Like the, the if Voss oh Voss comes third, then she's on, my maths is I'm strong on the maths. Then she takes ten seconds. I don't know. I think I Voss takes yellow tomorrow. I, I said she win the stage. I think she comes at least second. Um she looks really, really fast. Like really, really quick. Her initial burst was almost as good as Vivas, although Vivas had to do more work than her before the actual sprint kicked off, but she's she looks fast and it's uphill suits her. Um, maybe Balsamo is going to be pretty pretty angry after today's finish, and tomorrow's a better opportunity for her, especially with her lead out. Like yeah, I can imagine, Van Dijk and at least along really and Cordon Rego on that finish being good. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be between Balsamo and uh, and Vol I don't think Kepke quick enough, and I don't think it's hard enough.
1: Ooh, I think um, I think these are the finishes where Capecchi becomes closer to a for example, but. I don't rate her on that level at the moment, although her second intermediate sprint was good. That she ended up winning today, so I'm kind of on the edge there. But I see better riders here on this finish, personally. She can surprise me, so we'll see. But I'm saying Balsamo is going to win the stage. That's my take for that one. That Swiss stage where she beat Ivita Muzic on that uphill Drag, which was not really a sprint, was supposed on, to be a bunch of. Veda
0: Musich, come on, she's, she's. It was a
1: bunch of. His Voss is here. You know, this is mean, a
0: it's it's serious Tour de France yellow jersey on offer. Vita nah. Musich, don't give me Vita Musich on a,
1: a sprint. Nah. She she's going for the white jersey, I, she won't win. But I'm saying that Balsamo Balsamo takes it.
0: Okay. We're staying with our preview picks. So we're still arguing about it. It's been, a, it's been about a week. The stage two. I'm, I'm, I'm Vos believer, and yeah, Benji's got Balsamo for tomorrow. In terms of the intermediate sprints, I think, I think Voss will be in Voss or Kopecki will be in green tomorrow. Balsamo didn't take that many points today, and I think. I think, yeah, Vossel, Balsamo will be in green or Kopecki. No, sorry, not Vossamo, Vossel, Kopecki. Probably Capecki if she goes for both, but it really depends who targets both intermediates.
1: Is Balsamo the biggest on-paper loser today, knowing that she did not get the green points at the finish nor at the intermediate sprints? So I think that's the case, right? I hate saying it because... Well, she's, on, she's, on a 50, she's on a
0: 50-point gap after stage yeah. one. We've got seven stages left. Like, yeah, 50-point gap, that's a, that's a stage win so I think or just about so the points for a stage win so yeah problem for her uh, if if she is going for green I don't know if she is Voss definitely is Capeki definitely is um, Vivas I think will be like meh sure I think she'll <laughs> I think she'll give up before long but yeah thanks for listening in tomorrow's a, like a punchy finish kind of a mixture of a sprint. It's kind of like that Giro finish with was with, with, like. is it too hard for Ewan is it for, is it for Binium is it for Vanderpool that's the sort of finish we're looking at between Voss, Balsam and Vivas, Capecchi we, we're not sure we're not sure of Eva's condition. Hopefully, she makes it. That'd be crazy, and we'll see a really, really good sprint showdown again uphill tomorrow. Um, but yeah, thanks to Zwift for bringing us out to Paris. It's super hot. We're going to go back out now to the Zwift booth, uh, and yeah, watch the end of the men's race, which is about to wrap up soon. Any last words, Benji?
1: I think I just wanted to say that I hope the recovery of Alana uh, Castrix injury is pretty fun. I hope she uh, she returns to racing asap because it didn't look like the the most. Uh, good-looking injury so i hope she's just fine and that we see her racing again but sorry for ending it on a on a sad note
0: <laughs> well no it's yeah it's a shame to see people out already and crashes in the first stage uh, i hope the other riders as well who are, went down like sprat she's big gc hope here and we, you know she's got an opportunity she's really Faulkner. Faulkner, yeah yeah i hope Faulkner goes in the break but yeah that's prognostications for another stage thanks for listening as always and we'll see you with the recap of stage two tomorrow ciao